I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast, and I'm talking to Anand Patel, President, International Markets at ConnexPay. We met up at the Pay360 conference. ConnexPay says it is the first fintech to provide both card acquiring and card issuing. So we'll start there. We are the first, and we are still the only organization that has one single API, one single contract, and one team supporting both the acquiring of a transaction and the issuing of a card as well. So we truly want to connect payments, and we are truly the only provider that allows to do that through one integration, one team, one contract. Which sounds great, but spell out the benefits. Okay, great. So I'll I'll talk about the benefits, or I'll talk a bit about what we do as a solution first so we can bring it to life, and then I'll talk a bit around the actual benefit of it. So our sweet spot of customer is an intermediary like a booking.com, like an Expedia, like a place where they don't necessarily own the hotels or the airlines that they're booking for, but they have the relationship with the consumer who's actually booking on their website. So Robin, as you make a transaction on a booking website, you are then having that transaction acquired and it's for a holiday. What we're then able to do is acquire that transaction and we get an authorization from the schemes and the networks. When we get that authorization, it's a guaranteed payment. So in real time, we say, hey, customer, you can make a payment to the suppliers related to Robin in instantly. So the benefit is the real-time ability to acquire your transaction and pay pay the supplier. The other benefit is cash flow, because actually cash flow is king, and actually there is no movement of cash required to pay the supplier without receiving your money first. We're controlling that element. And you ask any CFO, I've not met a CFO that doesn't tell me that cash is king on that. But the third and probably just one of the biggest benefits I have is the access to all the data that connects you as a consumer that comes in from the one transaction to make a payout to the transaction. We seamlessly take friction out of the process. Which does a couple of things. First of all, it makes it faster. Secondly, it actually makes it cheaper. Yeah, it does. Exactly. So actually, there's a number of things to note. As ConnectPay, we are born in 2017, so a very young organization. Well, I joined on January 1st of last year, and I was employee number one internationally, but I was employee 30 of the the company. We are over 70 people now within a year after me joining, and we have a growth plan to hire more people. The volume we do in the US is to the run rate of about $10 billion a year of exactly this model that I just described to you. What does it do? You're absolutely right. It drives out friction and makes it more efficient, and then it also in there increases the speed and provides the data to remove other items like back office activities, which are more manual. Uh, you mentioned the growth plan. Yeah. You're spending $110 million on this. Yeah. Well, you've raised $110 million to spend on this. Yeah, yeah. So, Robin, in quarter three, quarter four of last year, we had a growth in, uh, equity investment of $110 million, and that was led by a company called FTV, who have 20 years of experience in fintechs. And our existing board members and investors also contributed in the round as well. So there is strong belief and and trust within our existing board members and now new board member in FTV to grow our business. And the $110 million is for two reasons. The very first reason is international expansion. So it makes me very happy that I'm head of international and I get to actually utilize that to help our business grow. 
And the second element was to enhance and strengthen our platform with innovation, which also helps me directly to grow our business as well based on the customers. So it was a really exciting time for us to get a huge amount of investment uh, and the trust and belief that we can actually grow the business. Well, let's talk about where that business is going to grow because a lot of the focus in fintech, a lot of the focus in banking in the last few years has been on the B2C relationship, not the B2B relationship. And the first thing I want to say is you're not going to make money out of B2C. Yeah, correct. So we are a complete B2B organization. So our customers are businesses making payments to their suppliers who are businesses too. So just to talk a bit about that. There's been a significant amount of innovation within fintech for the C2B space. Always has been. It's been around for five or ten years. And the poorer cousin of C2B has been the B2B world. But a lot of the innovations in C2B are relevant for B2B. I'll give you the example of the ability for you as a consumer to make a payment to someone and the instantaneous approach to it is great. We're doing that in the B2B world. So we're seeing a significant amount of uplift in making B2B payments in a most efficient, effective, real-time way, using a virtual card on the, the network's rails and seeing the benefit of the risk, the reconciliation, the data, and the ability to share and actually increase value for an organization. Which actually leads me to the point around MasterCard and Visa both say the size of the B2B space is in the 50 to 100 trillion dollars of volume. So it's, and it's growing significantly. So there is a significant amount of inefficient B2B payments out there. We are, as, an, as a group in virtual cards and everything else, sub, or in the billions, in the low billions. So there is so much growth opportunity to help make efficiency for businesses to make payments. So we're seeing a lot of innovation around the B2B space in the virtual card space. What I'd also say as well is I have a growth plan and expansion plan for us. The start is Europe. And the reason why the start is Europe is because uh, a combination of education, customers, and the size of the opportunity. But also within that, it's the multitude of different currencies you can have. What I say is we've just launched with the Euro and GBP currencies, which is fantastic for the market. But our customers are already saying to us, when are you going to have dirhams, Australian dollars, Japanese yen, Hong Kong dollars? Because they're seeing the value of our platform and solution to help them become more efficient and grow their business. I was going to come on to that. The yeah. first thing I was going to say is what you're describing is, a re- is potentially a revolution for business in the way business gets paid, in the way business cash flow problems are managed. Yeah, yeah. so the other thing I say there, Robin, is it's, it's, it's no lie that late payments occur within businesses. And I think that uh, nearly three out of five businesses have actually spoken to receiving payments late or chasing payments. And the amount of effort required to chase a payment is high. So, so it could be someone picking up a phone, ringing, then there's other issues and other things that go with it. Then there's part payments to full payments. So we're seeing a significant amount of pain and friction within the current model of payments. What our solution allows is the real-time payment instantly from the time of booking to make things happen and the instant real-time payment to suppliers actually is significant because they have cash flow needs. So does our business have cash flow needs. So we're seeing far more uptake in being a good partner in this whole model and we're seeing that being really, really, really huge. I mean, I think over 90% of companies have declared that they have had at least one or many multiple payments, multiple late payments. And that's a huge number because it really does impact business. Now, coming on to the issue of the other currencies that you say people are asking you for, yeah. is this a case of people 
talking their domestic markets or are we talking cross-border payments? That, that is a great question. Robin, I think there is the world is a smaller place than ever before and it's far more connected than ever before. So we're seeing far more cross-border transactions taking place. And so therefore, we're actually, the, 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 the domestic piece, there is still a significant value in our solution. But actually, the solution comes to light where it's actually removing pain and friction and time for cross-border payments. Sometimes money moving from Europe to Asia or Europe to the US takes, takes days. And what we're doing is we're giving that instant ability for that money to be moved and transferred and make the payment at a much lower price point to add significant value to it. So we're seeing the, a major uplift in cross-border transactions, and we're seeing a lot more people do it. I'll give you the example within travel. Europeans are very good at leaving the country they're in to go traveling, and there are a lot of travel destinations. So we're seeing people booking in the UK, traveling to significantly five or six great places in Europe, from Spain to Italy to France, anywhere else. We're actually seeing a significant uplift in the corridor between Europe and Asia. So we're seeing a significant number of needs for... Uh, the exotic currencies of Asia like Thai baht, Malaysian ringgit, Indonesian rupiah. And our customers are saying, if you can provide us those solutions, then that's a significant value for us. How do they, how do you, yep. perhaps on their behalf, manage all those different currencies? It comes down to the answer I tell everybody, which is how do you eat an elephant? It's one bite at a time. So we started with Euro and GBP, which we've just launched. Then we now have a shopping list for our customers. And then it's now prioritizing that shopping list because some of those are far more complicated to implement. But with modern technology, which we have, cloud-based solutions, we can be quite quick to that process. But it's a prioritization process and it's actually a needs-based one. My ultimate dream is to give our customers choice because we simply want to connect payments. So I want to give them choice for as many payout currencies as possible and as many pay-in currencies as possible so that they can have the most efficient, effective experience, which where we are invisible through the whole through the whole value chain and process. I can understand the desire for invisibility, if I put it that way, because people don't pay. They pay for something. Yep, they, that's true. The, the transaction is not... The payment transaction is not the end of the process. It's yeah. not the end in itself. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Robin, I have a true belief, a bit like what you just said there. It, payment is a is a it, it's actually a process on the way to a need, right? So it, it's actually a we just have to do it, right? But the reality is, if you make it as seamless as possible, the best example I'll give is Uber. You know, I take Ubers on the odd occasion, and I get in the car and I leave the car, and actually there is a receipt in my inbox, and that is because I've uh, already put a card on there or multiple cards on there I've already authenticated it so you want to make the experience as invisible as possible like I mentioned earlier we do 10 billion dollar run rate a year and we are invisible in that process and actually the best innovations are far more invisible when it comes to payments than it is visible visible means there's probably friction more than anything else so we're driving to the dream that we can actually be invisible and make billions of transactions happen in real time at speed for, for the world. Anand Patel, President of International Markets at ConnexPay, speaking to me at the Pay360 Conference 2023.